0: Hello and welcome to Take Me Through Your Day. On this episode, we have an electrical mechanical technician. And uh, there's a lot of really good information in here for anyone that wants to get into this field, Uh, especially some entry-level stuff that I know people really like to hear about. There is a fair bit of uh, beeping out of stuff in this, and I I try not to do that as much as possible, because I know it's very annoying, but um, you know, keep everyone's anonymity I like to do that but uh, but I felt just cutting things out kind of ruined the narrative so um, I left it in, sorry, my apologies tried to keep it to a minimum so. so if you or anyone you know would like to be on the show you can contact us at TakeMeTYD on all social media and Take me tyd at gmail Enjoy the show. So, what do you do now? Currently, I'm a mechanical, electrical,
1: mechanical technician.
0: Electrical, mechanical technician. Yes. Okay. Very fancy title. All right. Well, <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna go back just because I've known you for so long. Let's, let's start from the beginning. Um, in high school, did you know what you wanted to do? No. Okay. So what what's the Oh, I gotta put this drink somewhere. Um, what was the thought? What I wanted to do? Well, wait till you get back over here. Um, yeah, I didn't really have an idea in high school. I thought I was gonna play—I don't know—football or something—until I got injured. So you got injured playing football, and that kind of took that. Well, I wanted to kind of do
1: marketing, I guess. Marketing. Yes.
0: So you get out of high school, no plan per se.
1: Yeah, no concrete plan.
0: Okay. But you go to college? Yes. Okay. What do you go to college for?
1: I get a liberal arts degree in marketing.
0: Liberal arts degree in marketing. Yes. So what's what's the pl- what got you on that? What got you from football to marketing?
1: Uh, it's pretty I guess I was always told I was creative because right. I did all, all the advertising for the pizza shop. Um Well, that was late. Used used to That's... draw. I used to I don't know, come up with uh, advertising ideas, like I did some of my mom's pizza shop's ads and stuff. So I had a little bit of marketing ideas, I guess.
0: Okay, so you kind of just got the bug from that, just working with your mom's place. Yeah, I guess so, yeah. And this was, uh, back in the day, this was a chain? Or was she not involved in the chain yet?
1: Yeah, no, she was a chain. It was a chain when she started.
0: Okay. But they still let you do marketing and stuff like that? It wasn't like corporate run buy uh, the books? Kinda. At that
1: time, you could do your own marketing per store.
0: Yeah. And this was kind of like the ads to bring people in? They had, had like just...
1: two type of marketing. You had your um, regional marketing, hmm? which they paid a royalty for. And then you had your district mar- marketing, which you did on your own. All right. So like the regional would have been like TV, radio... Stuff like that, and then you did your own penny saver, Advo,
0: Valpac. wherever you could get yeah. some local eyeballs. Yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. <laughs> you see you get your own local people.
0: Yeah. Okay, so that's going on. You're in college. Marketing just seems to make sense at that point.
1: Well, I started at. Um, I think I think I started in economics. I my first couple of classes was in economics. I was doing pretty good in there, but like, man, this is boring. I don't deal with this. <laughs> and then somebody said, well, why don't you get in accounting? I took a couple of accounting classes. Oh, you think classes, that's boring. How and that was try boring. accounting? <laughs> yeah. So I'm like, I'm, I can't do either of these. And then that just kind of went right back into marketing. Because once you bounce from them two, you you got management, marketing.
0: I mean, yeah.
1: I'm like, I already managed a place, so we'll try this marketing.
0: All right. That seems to work. The the route through college now did you graduate yes okay so it was basically marketing the whole way through
1: well with the liberal arts degree i took multiple other classes well i
0: mean you could touch yeah. on that a little yeah. bit but i was
1: yeah pretty much okay. it was a business goal the whole way okay business Bus- degree is it business
0: degree yes what what makes it a liberal arts thing Sorry, I, I'm I have, not as, college as uh, well versed in colleges. Oh I issue have. Thing.
1: I had to take other classes besides business. Yeah. So I took like chemistry and I'm trying to think what else there was. Psychology, all the ologies, any ology you can think of. <laughs> <I> <laughs> take. And all then right. after two years, you apply to the business school, and then you get your business part.
0: Okay. Did you follow through and do that? Yes. Okay and then you graduate and then what what's the thought what's the move what are you, what are you well, doing see i came
1: out in a bad year i came out when 9 11
0: happened okay yeah Pretty so bad they year. had
1: oscar meyer wiener was hiring and they were going to hire a bunch of people mm-hmm. well then 9 11 happened and all marketing just everyone quit advertising
0: i just like we can't sell hot dogs because of 9 11
1: I just people quit advertising. I don't. Okay, I I'm, I'm sure I don't there's, know. there's something
0: behind that. That's, it's that's very curious.
1: saving their money. I guess. I don't know.
0: Yeah, I mean, the economy will happen. So no one's hiring now. What do you do?
1: Well, I went back to my mom's shop, and that's where I continued on for. Man, I think I was there for about ten years.
0: Managing a pizza shop.
1: Well, not at first. It went, she wasn't full owner at first. Oh, I didn't know. She owned know. just like a couple percentages. There was a... I want to say there was eight people. And then as the years went on, they people were selling out, selling out. She just kept buying up the people selling out. And then okay. she became majority owner. And the other guy... I think he ended with 20%. So it was like 80-20 at the end.
0: All right. Her and him.
1: Yeah. But at first it was eight people and she was general manager. She didn't own but she ran the store.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So what are you doing? What is, you're not managing? What are you doing?
1: Uh, like cooking the food and running deliveries and oh, so you, everything basically else. Basically everything. Yeah. Pretty yeah. Much. Not ordering food and all that but everything yeah. else besides that.
0: Okay. So you're there for ten years?
1: I started in ninety... For six nine, eight years stopped eight years. in 2002
0: okay so 2002 out of college just done with your mom's shop what's the thought process what are you doing what's the idea
1: I went looking for uh, marketing jobs landed into uh, Sears
0: okay it was inventory and pricing
1: lead of Sears and Wilkins for about a year and that's not really what I thought marketing was going to be, but I, I guess in a way it was. You can you give me just like a general idea
0: of what that job was?
1: I did all the discounts, uh, signage, layout how the product would look in the store, like they call them planograms. Um,
0: now, this is you physically doing the planning, or you're actually in the store making all the changes? Or is that like a.
1: I, the corporation of Sears had like a book. This is what you and you to do. You follow it. And then you had to know how to read the book and set it up. Okay. So it wasn't me personally making
0: the ideas. No. You're just kind of delegating what's in the book. Yeah. Okay.
1: From the corporate office. (laughs) Yeah. Anyone could have done it pretty much. You didn't have to have a degree for it.
0: And relatively boring gig, I assume? Uh,
1: Well, I became in that store... I was kind of like third, top manager. All right. So, since I was uh, pricing and inventory, I ran. Th- this is what made me third in power because I, pricing and inventory is the whole store. Yeah. Where other managers were just a certain department, so I could come in your department and tell you, what I need and what I need you to do. Where you couldn't tell me.
0: Yeah. So you're essentially a step up.
1: I was. Yeah. I, Higher than the floor managers.
0: Okay, well, that's good. Did he at least pay well.
1: <laughs> at that time, it was so so. It was like eleven seventy-five an hour at two thousand two.
0: So okay. I'm gonna say yeah. minimum
1: wage was five and a quarter then, wasn't it?
0: Yeah, actually, I think, I think it was back then.
1: Maybe it it's four seventy-five or something.
0: Somewhere in there, somewhere yeah. in four to so, five. Because I, I know it, it was didn't double
1: minimum wage.
0: Yeah, it's, it didn't hit seven until like. 08 or 09, Was that right? I want to say mid-2000s. two thousand. right, so you're there for a year. Yes. Now, you just had it, or you're looking for well, a out? I while? work there and my mom's shop. Okay, you're doing both. Yeah. you doing full-time at either?
1: Pretty much full-time at both.
0: Well, okay. <laughs> yeah. So you're really, really working there. Yeah. All right, so... You're on your way out. Do, do you quit? Do you, are you fired? Are you looking for a way out? How does that
1: happen? Uh, I left on my own. Uh, we came across a pizza shop in Monroeville, and uh, I guess the guy lost his corporate contract hmm. with uh, another company. Yeah. Know, can you say names of that? I guess. I guess. I, I mean, said we Sims, can. I guess. Yeah. We well, lost Foxes. Okay. Because he was delivering out of his area, hmm. so they pulled his contract his name he renamed it the same old pizza shop
0: that's what it was called the same old pizza (laughs) shop
1: yeah the same old pizza shop he ran it on two cricket phones with two different numbers Uh he advertised those two numbers so I don't know we got word of it through my mom's shop she said well you know why don't you be your own boss and we can go buy this pizza shop
0: and this is you and your brother at this time or is it just you it was just me involved at first
1: well I got a little bit of heat because um, when they changed the name to Vocelli's from Pete's Outlet, they were saying I signed a non-compete, uh-huh. but I never signed anything. My mom signed. That's why my mom was never involved into this other shop. Uh-huh. So they kind of brought a little bit of legal issues with that, which that fell through real quick once they found well, out yeah, there was no you're... paperwork on that. Yeah. So then... Um, but I have the I was... real
0: slimy like that. There's, there's a lot of that with vocellis, right?
1: Yes, they okay. have many lawsuits out there.
0: I'm not going to go through all those. No, we don't need to get into it. It's
1: something I... <laughs> we were actually to... involved in one with them. Currently? Uh, currently? Currently? No, we ended... Oh, okay. It took like six years. Jesus. Um, it was over the name change. Mm. So while we were uh, looking at this shop, my mom's boyfriend, who's an accountant, actually I guess kind of knew this guy somehow, and he had some people in the running but I'm not sure why he picked us, but he sold us the shop. I want to say for, it was, I think it was $30,000.
0: Okay.
1: I think my brother had different numbers, but I remember (laughs) 30,000.
0: Well, that's what I mean. We're digging into the past, (laughs) so nobody needs acting. But I mean, I was
1: just going through, like I was working Sears and my mom shop and we were trying to buy this and she had a bar on the side. So I was kind of like helping her run that a little bit. Um, that was in Verona. So, I mean, I was in Turtle Creek, Verona, Mareville, bouncing around mm-hmm. a lot. So, yeah. Um. So we buy this shop off this guy. Now, the agreement was he would provide us uh, credit cards, mm-hmm. like a terminal Yeah. that he said he had, a phone number, which he said he had, and I think there was one other stipulation. I forget what the third one was. It was real minor. Well he didn't do any of the three things he yeah. said he was going to do so we right. put st- stopped paying him we paid him the first half and he took us the court of course so we won because he didn't hold up his contract and they said well that's more than i think it equaled out to that's what his equipment was worth was fifteen thousand dollars
0: that sounds about right so they're
1: like you got it at market
0: value then you All didn't right. pay
1: him extra because of the name or anything so it which worked didn't out. the name wasn't worth anything anyway
0: yeah, this was same same old, or same old <laughs> pizza shop. <laughs> yeah.
1: Two cricket cell phones,
0: that's what you had. Two cricket cell phones. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so I guess we can get into that a little bit, because like, we already had an episode so, talking about this exact pizza shop. Yes. So let's get your perspective the on perspective
1: that. The perspective behind it. We Okay, so the owner of the pizza shop we had, he was a marketing person of Vochelli's. Uh-huh. well we were kind of the outside Vochelli people we weren't a family member we weren't a cousin so they kind of watched us big time and he kind of knew who we were uh huh and then he got word that we were buying this pizza shop so as soon as he got word he they let go of him at Vochelli's. they told him they, he didn't know what he was doing and all that yeah. so then his mom's shop, like all the people he knew, left for Ocelli's. Yeah. So that's how he started his corporation, that his mom left, his cousin left, his uncle left. So he started out four pizza shops in a corporation right off the bat. Okay. Once he knew I was leaving, I guess he thought my mom was leaving as well. So he's oh, you gotta, you gotta buy a pizza shop, you should open it up, and we already got four stores, we're gonna have 20 and buy when did he tell me he's going to have 20 by like 2015 or something we'll have 20 stores locations i'm like okay we'll we'll jump on this and i was like well i don't want to pay high royalties like they do at that other place and uh he finally agreed to his five percent royalties okay okay that was and uh, we are our we were our title or some kind of title of business where we had to only have his sauce his dough
0: and name okay, now, just to back up for one second, what is the perk of getting involved with something like that? It's essentially just starting up itself, like you got five stores or whatever, as opposed to buying a franchise of something larger like what what's, what what was the the reasoning well, that you would jump with them as opposed to opening you guys's own place with its own name and you could make your own dough well,
1: so eventually. Well, the name, if he would have grew to twenty stores, everyone would hear the name. If you're just a mom and pops, yeah. It's harder to for people to know who you are.
0: So it's the gamble of being bigger yeah. later.
1: And eventually if the corporation grows, you sell the name. Yeah. So you get a price for your equipment. Then you charge so much for the name. Mm-hmm. Like we looked into buy open it up as a pizza. Hut. Yeah. Okay, but the Pete's Hut name itself was a hundred thousand dollars. Jesus! Before equipment.
0: But I mean that makes sense though, because they're a big, established, worldwide. Yeah, well, if you're
1: mom and pops, what do you? What's the name mean to anybody?
0: Well, what's a five store franchise mean to anybody? A hundred thousand dollar name. Well, am I right. gonna say it?
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: All right. So. So I take it you you take the deal you you, go with it you. Run me through just a little bit of the jumping on board with this franchise.
1: Well, our agreement was just the sauce and the dough and the name. We could run anything else we wanted to.
0: So the menu could be?
1: The menu could be anything I wanted on it.
0: Oh, I didn't know
1: that. We had products that the rest of the corporation did not have on it. Really? There was four or five pizzas we had that they did not have. Okay. (laughs) And then we carried some other products that he didn't like. Um, some of the salads we had. He's like, oh, no one will ever buy that. And it was like one of our best sellers. Yeah. Um, I wanted to go with the, um, I forget what it was, it's a different type of dough. Um, the Atkins type thing.
0: Oh, like the low carb stuff? Yeah.
1: we had, yeah. They had Somebody came to us and gave us low carb pizza shells.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I thought they were pretty decent. I thought like, we should go with this. This was back in, I don't know, 2004
0: sounds about right
1: there's, there's only one pizza shop that I can name that has these shelves now and they sell a bunch of them
0: I think I, I, think I was there when that happened but everyone fought me yeah. and like
1: this, this is garbage no one will ever buy this low carb stuff and I'm like no we could sell this
0: and now 2019 now, yeah. it's all the rage again
1: there's a couple maybe there's a couple have pizza shops have I can't low think carb of,
0: I can't think of any uh, around, around here The school's has them really mm-hmm.
1: okay and I think Domino's has a low carb one too hmm Recently.
0: I, I can see that.
1: But, I mean, they sell it. Yeah, we had uh, one I called... Uh, actually, I, I think we kind of started the trend on that, the buffalo chicken pizza. Yeah. No one had that at that time. No one We're around here, yeah. We put it on the menu in 2002. hmm Nobody in this state... Well, I don't know other states, but nobody around here definitely had that. We had that, the Italian hoagie pizza. Mm-hmm. We had that. Um, we had that steak ranch pizza.
0: Big, yeah, it was a big one. I saw a lot of people copy that later yeah, on. I
1: mean, I'm three right there alone. I mean, And then my brother never got his incorporated. He wanted that one uh, breakfast pizza.
0: Breakfast pizza. <laughs> yeah. It was like egg
1: beaters, cheese, and then bacon on top. <laughs> yeah. We couldn't perfect that one too well. The egg beaters didn't cook well in the oven.
0: Yeah, I could see that. If we could have, that, I think that would have sold pretty good. It have been very At least the hungover people, maybe. For sure. Yeah. For sure. So, how long did you guys have the pizza shop? About five and a half years. Five and a half years. Now, I know I covered this with him, but like, financially, were you guys doing all right? At least breaking even, making a little bit of profit?
1: Made a little bit of profit. Okay. I mean, we got out of pretty much the perfect timing. Yeah. But some people say that was, uh, it was rigged that way. I think we just, I don't, how do you know when the economy is going to tank you know we just yeah just, just happened to hit it right before it went down
0: <laughs> luck of the draw <laughs> no I got I, lucky sort of <laughs> <did. laughs> I don't
1: know
0: I stuck around and watched that chip sink it was, I uh... <laughs> just
1: remember they those guys called me up there they, they contacted my mom I think and they wanted me to come back and run the store mm-hmm. for them and yeah. I'm like I don't know if you could pay me enough to run your store <laughs> like, but I did agree and I went back for I think like a week. I so said, I'll give you a week. I'll see what's wrong with your store. I'll tell you, give you advice and what's going on. And I gave him a week. And I told him everything I thought was going on. They didn't listen anyway. I don't know why they paid me because they didn't listen <laughs> to anything. I told yeah. them anyway. But, yeah, so that happened. And then we also gave them, I think my brother only stayed a couple of days. But I gave him a week when they first bought over.
0: I remember that, yeah.
1: A week or two. I was yeah. there for, there and I don't even think they showed up when I was there. They, they waited until I left. There. Yeah, they made it, came in for a half an hour and asked me stuff. But, yeah, for two weeks it was under their ownership I ran their shop for them.
0: Yeah, that was probably the best two weeks they had. <laughs> <laughs> probably, because
1: I didn't hear they did too well after
0: that, so I don't know. No, it was, uh, it was pretty nuts.
1: And then I made suggestions on, like, they wanted to know who would be manager and... I made suggestions on that and they didn't listen to any of that
0: so well there really wasn't that many people to choose from I mean as far as I remember it was the staff was pretty small at that point
1: mm, I mean cook wise we had I guess there was a lot of part time people
0: yeah there could have been a lot of part time people I was well, we had like,
1: around 20 I want to say at our highest point we had almost 20 people
0: yeah mostly delivery right. drivers
1: I think we had like 12 or so delivery drivers
0: yeah Alright, so, you get out at the right time. Yes. <laughs> now, you get something you just jump on at the right time and you get out. What's the plan? Do you have a plan? I don't you're have you're just a like, plan. I just gotta get out.
1: I don't have a plan. It was, I guess, just from working all the time and not knowing day by day what I'd be doing. Like, me and my brother worked opposite shifts, as you knew. Yeah. Um, so, if a driver called off... And you can't get another driver. I'm there delivering. Now I just worked the whole morning. Now I'm there at night delivering. I mean, it's like Do I get to go? Yeah, you know, we open at ten and we close at eleven. I mean Yeah. You're there thirteen hours in one day, if not longer, time you clean up and everything.
0: Yeah. So. I'm not
1: saying that happens every day but, but it, happens. I mean, it does happen and or it in happens the winter when time you're when, you're, when you're all backed up and you want to leave at 5 o'clock when my brother comes in and are, we're backed up on deliveries hey go throw these in your car and start delivering Yeah. yeah
0: you and he, I too. mean he
1: did the same thing I'm not saying it was just me but,
0: but yeah it's stressful
1: yeah and then it's, it's causing fighting between me and him because we kind of I kind of did most of the prep work and advertising, and then he did, like, scheduling, and, I don't know, it just became a little too much. We started arguing a little more, so I was like, we should maybe go our own ways and, you know, be brothers again or something, be nicer to each yeah, other. Yeah, I, I can see that happening <laughs> a lot with
0: any kind of uh, family members working together yeah. in that type of capacity, especially with that level of stress, and it's really just you two running the whole show. Yeah.
1: I think what got to me most is we did all this, advertising and all, that. sponsoring baseball teams and band teams and bands and just all this. And you'd get people. I'd be making a delivery somewhere. And like, "Oh, we well, what's your pizza shop? I never heard of you guys. Like, <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah. Like I don't know how to reach you. We had radio ads. Like, I don't know. Other than the TV, con- I can't. I can't reach you
0: people are just out of tune sometimes if you don't get in their lane
1: i think if you're not a big pizza shop in certain towns oh you're not like minorevo you can't it's a chain it's all chains there's no mom and pops
0: not a lot no i i I vaguely remember sitting down with you once and literally counting every shop in our immediate delivery area and it was a lot
1: i think it was like 18 at that time or something something like
0: that like it was it was a lot of different shops the all serviced essentially the same area, if not like just like a bulk. Of Most it. of it, yeah, yeah. so there you go, right there. It's you know some people will just like oh I like this pizza here and that's just they can get it from there and that's it. They never try new things.
1: Yeah, a lot of people do also go with the cheapest.
0: Thing yeah, too. or you go with the cheapest, <laughs> which you either a go lot the of the cheapest or is what you like. Some big the chain next. running some ridiculous ad. Yeah, but I mean we had. some some real good deals. Now, well,
1: that's how we started off. Our first month that our competitor ran a $4.99 large pizza. Yeah. And we're just starting. We don't have money to run a $4.99 large pizza. Yeah. So it was devastating us at first. I mean, we were having like $60 days, $100 a day. <laughs> like, that is not paying anybody.
0: Yeah. Is that even enough money to keep the, the oven on, really?
1: Well, when we last left... Gas prices went up real high, too. That was another reason why I was kind of saying, like, hey, man, this gas price is getting ridiculous for this oven. It's about, I want to say the last gas bill was like $715 Jesus. for the month to run yeah. that oven all day long.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's that's wild stuff. And to have a $100 day. That's and then that's
1: why pizza shops, like smaller pizza shops, use the oven to heat the store in yeah. the winter. So you shut your vent fan off and then <laughs> suffer with the humidity of the fan, I guess, or the oven.
0: Yeah. Because well, then your that? pain
1: get yeah, yeah, yeah Turn the fan off. It was such a <laughs> tiny little
0: spot. Like, it's it's one of the smallest shops I've ever seen, and we did a lot with that little bit of space.
1: Yeah. <laughs>
0: okay. <laughs> well, back to it. You, you You sell. You get out. Yes. The stress is gone. You got some money. You're... You're done. What, what are you thinking? What's the move? What are you going to do with your life?
1: I didn't have a move. I just had a couple buddies. They just bought pizza from us all the time. And uh, it was came in one day and he said, what are you going to do now? I said, man, I don't, I don't have no idea what I want to do. Huh. He's like, you're a hard worker. and He hands me this business card. Contact this guy. Okay. You'll, lo- you'll love the job. I call the guy up. No questions, nothing. Show up this uh, training in Penn Penn Hall. It's like, okay, I don't even know where I'm applying to. I I didn't know the company name or nothing. He just said, show up at this at eight o'clock, be at this gate, and tell them who you are. Like, okay, go in. I finally found out that's the company I was worked for. Well, I left for a little bit and came back, but ten years now. Ten years. I'm on eleven. Well, a ten and a half. This company.
0: So that's where you are now.
1: Yes. Okay. I'm back with them now.
0: <laughs> <laughs> now that title you told me at the beginning, is that something you worked your way up to? Or is that where you fit in when you got there?
1: When I originally started with them? Yes. Yeah. I was a winder technician.
0: Winder technician? Yes. Okay. Well, I guess this is a perfect time to get into the job, because I have no idea what you do. Okay. Um,
1: My first time is the second
0: time. Let's... <laughs> Alright, <laughs> let's, let's do it that way. Let's go with the first time, Okay. and then we'll get into the now later and actually go through your day. Because that's what the name of the show is. It's taking me through your day. Okay. So, what, you get there, and then what happens? What do they tell you? What
1: There's a one-week training course.
0: Okay, and what are you doing in that training I think training it's longer course? now. They uh-huh.
1: basically just go, this is kind of like what we do. You'll learn it as you go out there. Like, kind of half show you how to use some of the tools. Like, okay. you'll, you'll be using this toll. It doesn't work here because it's just for show here, but you'll be using it out there. Somebody out there will show you. Okay. So it's a traveling job. You travel all over the place. Um, When you get hired on full time, then you can go to other countries. Okay. But I guess they kind of liked me. They were going to send me to Colombia, mm-hmm. but then our government got in fight with their government, and they, no, we don't want Americans fixing our generators, so that kind of got kicked out they had to send other people so we couldn't get a visa there yeah but uh
0: but that's the general gig though fixing generators
1: fixing the generators yeah okay had, for, uh, power, plants, power plants uh oil plant where whoever has a generator
0: okay all right that makes sense now i'm starting to get it
1: so that how <laughs> the coils go into the generator it's they're winded in
0: yeah
1: that's why you're a winder technician because you're winding mm-hmm. the generator
0: now <laughs> you mentioned tools like give me like a perspective of the thing that you're winding Is this something you're winding by hand do you have special tools is it enormous
1: special tools some of the tools are pretty big uh so it's a basic generator uh what they call is a gas generator anywhere from 15 feet to 22 feet long uh you could probably stand up it with your arms out not touch any of the coils interesting uh i was in what they called the nuclear tour because i had a good background no criminal didn't know a bunch of money you got to go to all the fun nuclear plants and go through all their testing you have to go psych test and
0: Why two so? different psych
1: tests and because um, if you go into nuclear they want to know you don't want to steal you're not trying to blow the place off oh, you're okay. healthy so it's a
0: full psychological workup of like yeah therapies. you spend a
1: whole day before you get into the nuclear plant just talking to different people and filling out tests and telling them about your background and they do a background check on you all right they'll bring up all kind of stuff like you got a speeding ticket 10 years ago and
0: like how do you know
1: <laughs> <laughs> they know everything when you go really to the nuclear go. plant
0: i mean i guess you'd have to better safe than sorry when it comes to that. and one of the
1: safest ones i went in was actually the one. at yeah there was people everywhere guard like security everywhere
0: through there it's- super high level. So, like, like you like, go through,
1: they blow air on you, I don't know what that's for, they x-ray you, and then you have to take your boots off, anything metal, mm-hmm. and put it through the metal detector, even though they know it's metal. I yeah. I don't understand what that was for. Then when you come back out, you gotta go back through the air, back through the x-ray machine, <laughs>
0: like, <laughs>
1: to make sure you're not contaminated, but... Yeah. They kind of let you go a little quicker if you weren't on what they call a hot deck. Okay. So, if they remove the, uh the rods Hmm. and they kind of separated them and it sat for a little bit they said it wasn't really a hot deck
0: okay so you're far enough removed from the
1: well some of the places when I was in um, they took the generator out they had a backup generator okay and they moved it to one of their warehouses and we worked on it there so that wasn't considered a hot deck that makes sense because it wasn't hooked to the nuclear rods
0: yeah, if you can, I mean, avoid all that stuff and just like, hey, take this out here and work on it there. Yeah, just not all have that though. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So you get through the training. What are you doing in a day? You you get you get there. Depending on what power plant I was in. Let's just pick um, <laughs> something you did early on. Let's just pick one of your like first gigs. First
1: one I was actually the first one I was on it was a nuclear plant. That was. <laughs> That one was easier because when we came up to the plant, their warehouse that they had the generator in was to the right. Yeah. And the rest of the power plant was to the left. So we didn't have to deal with all the guards up there. Uh-huh. We just had to go to the right. Yeah. And I remember the guy saying, like, I, I don't know why I remember this so vividly. He was saying, if if the rods were to blow up, we have a safe room. You have to run towards the plant up this hill to get in this this building that's we know is safe from nuclear fallout.
0: Okay.
1: And I'm thinking in my head, how do you know it's safe? Who tested this? <laughs> and we are right by like the it was half a mile. I'm, I'm running to the water. <laughs> I'm gonna trust the water to save me before your building. I don't I'm running away from the fallout, you know, of it blowing, not running towards up a hill towards a building with steel toes on. <laughs> Which I'm probably not gonna make it.
0: So, yeah. well, I I'm this... running the
1: other way. I don't know. Hey,
0: fair enough. So, you get to this plant. You're in this separate area to work on stuff. What are yeah. you? What are you doing? What is, is there?
1: So this one was a full rewind. We had to take the coils out. So you have to cut the end of the, the coils, because they're connected together by bars. Yeah. And you have to cut and take all the coils out, and they wanted to go back so far with the iron because the iron. They were saying it was bad, or it was rusting, or whatever. So we were replacing some of the that iron that's in a circle. <clears throat> so when you get the coils out, and then there's like packs of sheets of iron. You have to like rip them off by hand. So you're wearing like Kevlar sleeving, Kevlar gloves, and you're just ripping it off and throwing it in a dumpster.
0: Yeah.
1: Now, how do I describe how thick the iron is? It's probably about an eighth inch thick. Okay. By two foot, three foot high. All right. I mean, it has, like, a pattern so the coils can fit into it. Mm-hmm. So, man, it's pretty sharp stuff. And they're, like, kind of, like, you have to kind of rock them back and forth to get them out. Yeah. So you can't grab a bunch because they overlay, they overlay the next one behind them. Yeah. So you got to do one at a time. And to go three inches, you're taking out, like, 100, 300 on just from, we'll say, 12 to 3 o'clock.
0: So, yeah, you know, let's just say how long it takes you to get one out. And what's, the, like, the... Procedure that you're physically doing so, to get it out. All
1: right, I I started at twelve. We'll say we'll use a clock just yeah. Because the generator's a circle, so say I started at twelve o'clock, I'd pull that first one. Mm-hmm. Then that would take me to one o'clock, two o'clock, three o'clock. Okay. so That's four sheets. Then somebody's below me, underneath my scaffolding, and they're pulling out four, five, and six. Okay. Then there's a guy next to him that's going seven, eight, nine, coming back around to the next guy that takes it, ten, eleven back to me 12 and then we keep going the circle because they're overlapping but you have to kind of like rock it because they're hooked so you gotta go like rock to the left to get the hooks off and then pull down because the generator was compacted so tight that the sheets are like sticking to them in the next one
0: yeah (laughs) yeah i see what you mean there so this (laughs) being your first entrance into this job this was kind of just a manual labor thing at this point. very much manual labor yes very much manual labor <laughs> yes very manual labor. okay so is that your whole day you just unwinding and, and releasing
1: that would be that day until you got all the iron
0: out and then then you'd put the iron the new the iron new back iron in and rewind it
1: then you would yeah start rewinding put the coils back in or what they call the bars at first they're not mm-hmm. coils until you solder them together or braise them together.
0: Okay. And that's something you do at the end or you start doing as you go through the new ones?
1: Well, there's multiple things <laughs> going on here. Um, <laughs> I'm trying to keep it simple, so you but I also the, want to you understand. you put the first bars down. Yeah. Say the first one I worked on, it had 54 bars. You put the 54 in, we get the clamps in there so they're not falling back out of the thing.
0: Yeah.
1: And then you start the next set of bars because it's two bars per coil. Okay. When they you put them together and it's a coil. Then that makes it 108. Okay, so when you get all those in, then guys fall off to do different things. <clears throat> so some guys will be putting in what they call wedges, mm-hmm. which help to hold the coil in, yeah. so we can take our clamps out. Got it. Okay, and then the other guys are brazing the clips on the end to make them coils.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Now the clip on the end is a, I want to say they're at least five pound copper clips. Yeah. I mean you're heating this thing up to its cherry red till you can stick the the solder into the thing or it won't stick exactly so you got about four guys doing that two guys doing the the, um wedges other guys prepping for what they call resin work which you're gonna have to put uh spacers in between the coils Mm -hmm. so when the coil when the generator the rotor is moving the coils aren't just bouncing around so they have i don't know who comes up with the design some engineer lays out a design of how he wants these um what like they call diamond spacers, in yeah, that go in between the coils, and then you got to wrap them, and that's where the resin comes in. So yeah. they have banding that you soak in the resin, and then there's felt that goes around the blocks, so the blocks don't cut the coil insulation. That makes sense. So you wrap the um, blocks in the felt that's already soaking in resin, which you have to feed in. You have to like physically make the resin go into this felt. So yeah. you're, like, massaging it, yeah. and then you're wrapping it, and then you're shoving it into the coil. Now, you, have, you can't make it so tight where you can't get it the whole way down, but it can't be loose where it falls out. Yeah, so you have kind of have to play with the different size blocks to fit it between the coils. So Sounds once you get that block in there, now you have to band that block into the coil. <laughs> All
0: right.
1: Sounds like that's easy. It does not but sound easy. <laughs> now you have a coil below that one. So the, what they call it, they have, like, this hook. You have to hook it under the coil, like in between coils, under the coil and come back up and keep wrapping that diamond spacer in
0: there. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah.
1: While people are soldering or brazing on the outside of you and people are hitting wedges on the inside. And then the other two people go down what they call the lead box. They cut the leads if the leads need repaired or whatever. They'll be down there in this little box, which they have uh, a guy watched them. Usually, uh, I don't know. Somebody watches them, make sure then something catches on fire. They're claustrophobic. Yeah. And they rewind that. I had to do that once. It was horrible.
0: They were horrible because it was claustrophobic. or horrible. Well, every you were generator on fire.
1: was made in 1950, and people were five foot tall. Yeah. So the whole time I'm bent over. I'm a 200 pound guy, and this is for made for a hundred pound guy. So I'm like, it was like a rhino in a in a. Uh, China cabinet or something. I was hitting everything. <laughs> I had cuts everywhere. So I have a tie back suit on. It's all shredded up and just covered in resin because I'm hitting what I'm working on. I'm hitting the back wall. I'm bleeding. I'm just getting real mad and hitting things more. and
0: Is that something they specifically like hire little guys for?
1: They hire or, anybody. Just, the one job anytime. I went on, they sent a guy who was 350 pounds. He couldn't do nothing. I had to do everything.
0: Jesus.
1: And I was just like, why did you give me this guy? All he did was hand me tolls the whole time. Wow. I'm like, Dan, go get me this. Dan, go get me that. Like, what are you, what are you doing here? You can't help me at all. I mean, he's good if you got to lift the coils in, like lifting heavy stuff. But, yeah. But other that, times, little guys are good. Yeah. <laughs> so then you got two other guys, what they call the belly bands. Mm-hmm. So the generators held in with what they call bands. And then there's an outer shell to protect the iron. Well, since it's built in the 50s, it's about a foot and a half wide. You have to climb through. There's no light in there. It's metal and metal. There's no light. So you have to bring a drop light in. Well, my best memory is that I went in one time. I put my foot straight. My foot wasn't big enough. It got stuck. The guy had to climb in behind me take my boot <laughs> off so I could get back out. <laughs> I'm in there, like, yelling, and nobody hears you because you've got the, you know, people were brazing and hammering. I'm, I must have been in there 20 minutes till somebody heard.
0: Wow. <laughs> I'm like, terrifying. hey, I can't
1: get out of here. And then in the process of that, people were moving around. They unplugged the drop lights. I'm in there yelling. I'm in the pitch dark. And I'm just like, I hope somebody comes in eventually. Yeah.
0: There's no protocol for that? There's no spotter? There's no walkie-talkie? Well, Nothing. You just cursey every so often you
1: check on somebody I don't know and it just happened that it was time to check on me I
0: guess hey fair enough at least you got out 20 minutes though That's, that seems like an eternity but in that situation was the easy like
1: part of that task so if you, everyone hated doing the belly bands because it was dark and you had to bring the high torque the high torque was 15 pounds yeah. okay the generator is in a circle the bolt you had to tighten were in the middle of the circle so you're laying on top of the circle with your chest on iron, cold iron, for 12 hours holding 15-pound socket. Now, they only brought the tough guys to do this because little guys, they didn't have enough strength.
0: Yeah.
1: You're on the arch. Like, your head is going down the generator, and you have to lift the head of this machine up and put it onto the next bolt.
0: Uh-huh. Just
1: straight arms out, like all shoulder strength. Yeah. With the hydraulic line behind you, which is then messing with you even more. <laughs> so you can imagine how frustrating that is. Yeah. And so there's probably like 100 bolts down one way. And it wasn't like you could tighten a bolt the whole way. So what they did was count it by flats. What do you mean? Because you didn't want it to tighten uneven.
0: Okay. Like, so a, they, like, like you, a car tire. You're not yeah, going you one time, to and yeah, the next exactly. one time. Yeah,
1: exactly. So you would go down the one bay. Would have, each bay had like four or five bolts. And there'd be seven bays on one side and seven bays on the other side. Yeah. Well, they'd come to you. We want you to do three flats. So you'd have to do three flats, three flats, four times, next bay, four times, and then come back the other side. Uh, okay. So you would spin around in there and bring the equipment <laughs> back over
0: Yeah. until you got
1: it up to the pressure that they wanted it at. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sometimes that took two days <laughs> of people, you know, first, or uh, daylight and night shift doing it. There's only two shifts. Yeah. So you're 24 hours of people tightening bolts.
0: Oh, that's so crazy. But I assume you're getting compensated well for this type of work, right? And I am talking early on. This is when you first got the, the, the
1: game. We started at 18 an hour.
0: Yeah, that's not bad. And that was in, in
1: 2006.
0: Okay, yeah. yeah I ended
1: well. at 26 an hour.
0: Okay, and this at this point, this is an entry level job. Yes. Okay, so did, your college didn't.
1: Uh, they didn't care if you had a college, as long as you <laughs> yeah. could work. That's yeah. all they cared about. As long as you did work, they they had so most of the time they had they had to get the generator done in so much so much time. Yeah. Um. So on a gas gas power generator it was twenty two days. They called them Aeropax. Yeah, 22 days or they got back charged.
0: Back They're not
1: very happy when they get back back That means the customer charges them because now they're going over time.
0: Uh-huh.
1: Because now that's costing them money that they could be making money off this generator.
0: Exactly.
1: So back charge the company.
0: That makes sense. But I mean, I'm I'm assuming this is all So as just long as contracted- you keep working
1: and you get ahead of your time, they love you. Oh, if you're okay. ahead of your time, you're saving them that means if something was to go wrong, now you got me ahead, they, they love me. Perfect. Like, okay, now we got extra time because he got us ahead.
0: Okay, so let's go to the part where you quit. <laughs>
1: you don't... I guess most people don't quit. You just tell them, I can't do this no more. And they kind of just keep you on the books and call you randomly every so often. Oh, okay. So I left... I, I kind of told him, I was like, I can't do this no more. Well, what's I'm also- going to have s I'm my son's going to be due here soon. And I took a job for doing a similar thing. They did rotors and exciters. and You know, they didn't do the actual generator. They just did rotors and exciter, rewinding those. Yeah. And, uh, I mean, I took a little bit of a pay cut because they said, Oh, you're not traveling and you're not yeah. dealing. You know, you could get hurt on the road and you're not flying and stuff. So I, all right, I take a pay cut. But while I was at was still calling me out on jobs. Even though I said, Hey, I'm not gonna do this anymore They
0: Yeah.
1: They would still go Oh yeah, you know, we got one in Boston if you wanna go up to Boston <laughs> No, I'm kinda working here. And then it was a couple months later, Hey, we got a job down in Texas Like All right, whatever you know. Like, <laughs> All right. Why do you
0: keep calling me? <laughs> like
1: So I mean, if you worked hard and you did good there, they like never took you off. Yeah, they're
0: just gonna keep trying it's so really,
1: that affected me later so yeah. when i worked for, for a year they uh they got slow mm-hmm. they said oh second shift i was on the second shift that was night shift a lot of times brought us all into the office you're all laid off the whole shift they just Cold? got rid of the whole shift the whole shift yeah 20 some people just you're all laid off wow. so i'm like now what am i gonna do i just thought I'd be here for a while you know like jeez oh man I got a job at Doing what? <laughs> working on <at> HVAC. Yeah. <laughs> said something totally, entirely totally different. So they're like, oh, you're, you know tools and everything, right? Yeah. I'm like, yeah, okay. Well, the interview there was a little different. Because they were just starting this division. Yeah. The guy barely knew English. Uh-huh. He, I mean, he was straight from Japan.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But he was like, oh, yeah, yeah, I hire you. No problem. You good. Yeah, yeah. Just... With no HVAC. He asked me, like, two questions. Yeah, no. Oh, we'll teach you. Uh,
0: Okay. You'll be fine. We'll teach
1: (laughs) you. We'll take care of you everything. It was a decent company to work for. Uh Huh? They did. They cared about their people there. Good. They don't understand sarcasm. Yeah. That's all right. And they have a lot of safety stand-downs. So, like, when I worked for it was get the job done. Yeah. We don't care what you got to do. Just get it done. Don't die doing it, but get it done. Yeah. Not for If you get a slight little cut, stop everything. we got to talk about this. (laughs) Like, I wasn't used to that. So the crane went down the one time. I'm like, man, this thing weighs 300 pounds. You go get a buddy. I'm like, let's go flip this thing. Well, we flip it, and the Japanese managers come out. Like, how'd you flip that unit over? Picked it up, lifted it up. It's only 300 pounds. No, no, no. We don't lift. We use crane. (laughs) I'm like, well... I can lift this, this is no problem. You could hurt your back.
0: <laughs>
1: and now looking back at him like he's right. I
0: yeah. C- I
1: could hurt my back doing this. But you know, at that time I'm like, I'm young, dumb, I'll lift it up, flip it around again. Yeah. Yeah. So like after that one, no no lift, crane. I'm like, okay, you know. So that made me feel like they actually care about their employees, you know. Uh-huh. they're I don't know, I just felt that way with them. No, that's a good thing. I yeah. was just to see, like, because I'm I have and to cut all had, these names uh,
0: out, and I'm like, oh, he actually said nice things about them. Yeah, so
1: we'll and then uh, halfway through the year, he said, hey, go get this physical. I'm like physical, I'm young, I'm healthy, I'll run out, run any of these people in here. No, that's not why we do a physical. Okay, he's like, we'll pay you to do the physical.
0: I'm okay. Like, wait, you're
1: going to pay me to do physical? Yeah. Okay. Do I got to punch out to do this? No, you stay on the clock. It's like, okay, stay on the clock, do this physical, come back. They pay me my regular time and $150 for doing the physical. Really? Helps their insurance. That
0: Keeps their sense. premiums down. Mm-hmm.
1: Good. So I'm like, now they're helping me in Norway. They're keeping their premiums down so I don't have to pay as much. I mean, now I'm feeling even better. Like, you're really watching out for me. You're keeping my premiums down. You're making sure I'm not getting hurt. Like, mm-hmm. how much more can I ask for? But. I mean, I was driving over an hour to get there.
0: Yeah.
1: It was on so that kind of sucked. That's what kind of led me from staying there. And it was hard to get promoted there because they had, I think they have like seven buildings out there. Mm -hmm. So when a job opens up, anybody from any of the other buildings can apply to it. Uh Huh. So I kept just missing out on jobs because they were like, so-and-so was here 10 years and he's on third shift and wants to go to first shift for this position. It's like, okay. oh, great. And then I'd go to the next one. Well, this guy's in this building, and he's on second shift, and he wants first shift. Like, great, it happened again. Like, gee. And I'm like, I'm not sticking around to see how many times this is going to happen to me.
0: Yeah.
1: Plus, you know, the hour drive. And I don't know. You work eight hours, that's over ten hours of your day away. Yeah. Uh, at that time, I want to say my youngest was probably about, almost one. hmm I'm like 10 hours away, and like, jeez, I, I don't know, I wanted to see him more. Yeah. So then I applied back to to where I thought I was originally working for, because it was a German lady. They said, uh, I'm applying his job, and she goes, I said, are you the by the river? So I thought it was the warehouse we used to get our tolling from. Yeah, yeah, yeah we're by, we're by water. Real hard to understand her. I show up at the building. Nobody knows who I am, why I'm there, or anything. I had to call her up. I said, where are you at? She said, oh, that's where I'm at. She goes, okay. And she gives me the address. I put in my phone, because I had a smartphone at the time, mm-hmm. luckily. And I said, you're on the other side of the <laughs> She's like, yes. I said, there's no river on the other <laughs> side of the Where there. are you getting this water from? There is a little pond. Across, a pond, a little pond is what she was talking about was water so at this point I'm 45 minutes late to this interview so I have yeah. to drive from one side to the other side I get there she goes you worked for s*** before I said yes she goes okay you're hired <laughs> easy <laughs> easy I didn't have to fill out anything she goes let's go over and talk to your new boss so we go over to talk to the. Uh, this time the guy's name was Jerry and uh Jerry looks over and he goes, I didn't know we were hiring. She goes, yeah, I just hired him for you. <laughs> okay. I'm like, all right. And then that's how I started there. And I've been there for five and a half years.
0: Okay. Well, that brings us to the beginning of the show. <laughs> yes.
1: That's what I do now.
0: <laughs> that's what you do now. So in your day, when are you waking up?
1: So my youngest wakes up at five o'clock in
0: the morning. Oh, like clockwork? Sometimes six. Okay. Pretty much clockwork. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. So you don't need an alarm or anything like that? <laughs> no, I just rely on him to
1: get me up. So he goes to, he has autism, so he goes to eat. So in the morning, I basically make breakfast for them. I don't really make myself breakfast because I know they're not going to eat it all. Yeah. I just eat whatever they don't
0: eat. Classic dad. So
1: I get, uh, he gets on the bus at 8, and the oldest gets on the bus at 8.30. Okay. So by that time, since I didn't sleep at night, I try to take a nap, or I, you know, clean the house, or cut grass, or whatever, you know, doctors or dentist or whatever.
0: Yeah. So hold on a second, because let me let me go from five to what do you say eight thirty for the buses? Yes. Okay, so we got breakfast in there. What's filling up the rest of this time? You just hanging out with the kids. I have two hyper kids. Yes. Yeah, it's just a, just <laughs> full time. Yeah. Hanging out, playing. Yeah, yeah we're getting to be here right now. Yeah. <laughs> Having a ball. That's the youngest, actually, right there. <laughs> All right, so they're off to school.
1: There's no slow time with them. Okay, yeah, so they're here. So it's that's, 5 o'clock. That's what you're up to. He is up, and he's hyper at 5. He's <laughs> ready to go. He wants to play. Huh. Got it. He's a nice alarm clock, because sometimes in the morning, he'll climb on a bed and just, like, belly flop on me. That's good. <laughs> good way to wake up. Yeah, awesome. <laughs>
0: They go off to school. You yes. said you're you're handling you know errands essentially. Yes. When are you getting? Um, when do you have to be at work?
1: I have to actually start punching at three thirty.
0: Three thirty. Okay, let's back up a little bit. So, um, morning routine wise, do you have anything, or are you just kind of just running on all cylinders from five o'clock on? Trying to squeeze in a so toothbrush been, in here. I've been working
1: a- on at one o'clock in the morning
0: okay
1: and it's about a half an hour drive so i don't really actually go to sleep till two mm-hmm. so when i wake up at five i'm only like three hours yeah so i'm pretty much dragging for about an hour until i wake up uh-huh. and then after that hour then i'm starting to find what i can make them for breakfast
0: yeah
1: yeah and my kids don't like eggs so that's one of the things out. it's like toaster strudels or i don't know i come up with different things and get them to eat
0: it works. Um, you shower in the morning or you shower when you get home from work?
1: Usually in between after I get them to
0: the, the on the bus. Oh, okay. All right. So, I guess this is so, Because
1: I can't... If I were to shower in the morning, I'd have to leave the youngest by himself.
0: I, I didn't mean he morning... He would get into everything, so I can't, like, just...
1: Hey, just go on your own and do whatever... No, I
0: didn't mean in the morning, as in like your actual morning. I mean like before work oh, when versus I come after, after work. work.
1: Yeah. Well, I don't do it after work because I'd wake them up. But okay. yeah, in the middle of the day. Okay. Basically.
0: So, yeah. After they're off and okay. out in the All bus. Right. Yeah. Got it. Okay. Commute is a half hour. Yes. You leave here. What are you doing on the commute? You listening to anything?
1: Well, it's commute a half hour after I get home from work. See, now I told you. He goes. <laughs> so I gotta pick him up. That's in <laughs> county. So I go okay. to pick him up and d- my youngest. I drive him back to d- to meet up with my wife, so she can take him from there. So I have to leave the actual house at
0: 1.30. Got it. <laughs> so, all right. Let me just try to simplify this a so little. bit. So it's
1: basically more. two hours before I work. I leave the house.
0: Okay, the full two hours. But let's just let's just call this your alone time in the car. All Are right. you listening to anything?
1: yeah I'll have music on music yeah
0: okay that's all I was digging for yes so you handle all that stuff you get into work what's the move is there there's a parking lot there do you have there's a parking a, lot parking lot you get in the building what are the just some of the first moves you have to do
1: first moves okay well I'm guess I'm not really a normal job we have a whiteboard okay has names on it I mm-hmm. go find where my name is and what work cell i'm in we have two buildings. I could be in building one. I could be in building two.
0: What's a work cell?
1: <clears throat> We're not really assemblers. They they dropped that title, oh, so that's okay. how I got my title now. Mm-hmm. But it's they it kind of we build this product. So we get a bunch of parts and we put all these parts into however we can. Yeah. You know, if we have to solder, we got bolts, screws, whatever. Put in this product. Got it. So the boss makes up which job you're gonna work on Mm -hmm. so HV2 which is I'm in 95% of the time has 12 work cells they're about as big as a uh, a trailer of a big rig Mm -hmm. and they're like taped off like in a a rectangle yeah and then in the front of it it'll say like WC-101 WC-102 and I just go to whatever one I'm assigned to
0: okay so Someone, I don't really
1: actually talk to my boss. I just go to the board, look, see where I'm at, and go.
0: And go for it. Yeah, yeah good. Kind of like that. Um, as far as what you did do versus what you do now, is it kind of similar?
1: A lot easier. Not lot, as physical. Not as physical. No, nowhere near physical.
0: Okay, physical. so take me through the beats of the day. You're there. You find out where you're going. You get where you're going. Now what? And again, on, I'm just talking about an day. average an, an, day. an average day. An so average day.
1: Most days... I have certifications. I have a crane certification, a work truck certification, scissor lift. Um, I mean, I could be on one of those things. Okay. Most days, it seems like anymore, I'm using something with the crane. Okay. For some reason, they love how I crane things. So, like, at the beginning of the day, oh, we need this job moved to 102 or whatever. Hmm. So I spend about a half an hour, 45 minutes moving the whole job to where it needs to go. And then I go back to where I need to be on the board.
0: What do you mean by moving the job? Like, are you just physically taking everything that you can take with a crane? The the unit
1: I'm working on, like I was saying, is as big as a tractor trailer. Yeah. When it's all together. Mm -hmm. But some of them come in two pieces, some are in four pieces. So I gotta move the what we call cabinets. Got it. To their spot. So they're empty cabinets until we put everything in them, Mm -hmm. except for the transformer. It actually gets built somewhere else, the transformer itself. Um, so I put it in that work cell, crane it off, most times off a truck. Yeah. So they back a truck in, we have a shipping guys, but on second ship we don't. So the shipping guys are leaving, so they'll have all the stuff out and I got to take it off the truck and put it where it needs to go because they're on their way out. So that's been happening a lot because we picked up a a lot. They've done a, a lot of hiring Oh, okay. I think we picked up like twenty-five new people.
0: All right.
1: And then I go work on whatever job I'm on.
0: All right. I'm I'm just trying to find a way to. to... So there's
1: multiple things to do on the job. Yeah. I don't I don't know how to describe. I mean I could be doing putting hoses in, putting cells, buckets, um, power wire, stress cone. I mean I could whatever needs done on that job. Got it. So we have what they call uh, a checklist. And on the smaller jobs, the checklist will have OMSs and all that, and all the steps you need to do to get it done. I mean, there could be 400 things you need to do to this to get this job done. Wow. So you kind of look and see what needs done.
0: Now, when it comes to a job like that with, like, 400 items on it, is this something you have to knock out in a shift, or is this like this is what we're doing all week, or we're doing this until it's done? How is that? <laughs>
1: until it's done. So you do as much as you can in your shift. No. Um, the basic air cold drive we do is probably takes about a week. All right. Two shifts a week. Each okay. shift working on two guys. First shift.
0: Fair enough. Um, so they
1: route the time of it, and I, I want to say about the average time of the drive is about two hundred and sixty-five hours. All right. So I guess two weeks maybe. Yeah, I week, think that's two weeks. pretty Not much I what I was no. looking
0: for. I think that that covers that. That's the smaller ones now
1: when i started there the one building was water cold and one building was air cold mm-hmm. so i do both product lines and the water colds go for like a thousand something hours so you're on that thing for almost a month oh uh,
0: okay <laughs> all right so there is a drastic difference depending on
1: yeah because you yeah. might have to solder pipe and
0: everything got it so now just trying to get away from too much of the detail because I figure like if I just sit here asking questions we're gonna be here for days. Because <laughs> apparently you do a lot of different things. You do a lot of different things. Okay, yes. so let's just. I think everyone kind of gets the general idea of what you do. It's labor. It's it's putting things together. It's working with tools. It's yes. it's heavy lifting.
1: I mean, good? in a way, it's pretty decent because I don't really do this. Each job has the same parts, yeah. but you're not doing the same thing every day because there's so many parts. That it's not like, oh man, I'm doing the same thing day after day after day. Like, one day I'm building a panel, the next day I'm power wiring, the next day I'm putting out. I'm doing different parts of the job every day. It is the same thing, but it's not the same thing every day.
0: But there's a fair bit of creative thinking and kind of um, yes. What's what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, Problem solving. You need
1: problem solving. Yes,
0: problem solving. Okay, so. In general, that that kind of keeps you happy mentally. That you get that kind of array of different. That your day isn't just monotonous. It's not necessarily the same thing you did yesterday. Yes.
1: Okay. So okay. we have drawings, but the draw our engineers. Like I, I don't blame them. Whatever. You know, you're building this big unit. It's a million dollar job. Yeah. You're gonna miss something. Yeah. So every job, they they miss something. So you're like, oh, okay, well, how do I get this from there to here? Through three different cabinets, well, you have to make holes, or you got, and then you have to watch strike and creep. Strike and creep is uh, if I run a power wire through past the cells, I have to have a minimum of five inches away from a cell, or it's going to arc to the cell, or the cell is going to arc to the wire. So then you got to think like, okay, well, I can't run that way. I got to run a different way.
0: So that's yeah, you got
1: you got some thinking. Some very
0: heavy problem solving. I imagine you can't really screw that up. Without a massive issue right
1: some people have i mean we've had cells blow up
0: <laughs> okay <laughs> yeah.
1: when a cell blows up it sounds like a shotgun going off next to you i mean people are right. hitting the deck and everything
0: uh let's go into that a little bit do you have any stories that stick out
1: what kind of stories a- any, any
0: anything, anything that, that like sticks out like uh... so
1: on second shift it's me and lou we're like the strongest guys on the shifts yeah no. Lou went to test, but so now it's me pretty much in assembly. So I do a lot of the power wire, which is probably the most physical thing we do, which is you get a 500-pound spool, and you you keep pulling the wire off the spool. Now, it's thick wire. It's like one-inch thick wire or two-inch thick wire, whatever gauge they need. So when I put the wire onto the tabs, I just tighten it down. (laughs) I get it all the time. Like, who put the power wire on? I say, me, like, oh, great, now I got to get an impact gun. (laughs) I hear it all the time. Like, why do you tighten it so tight? I'm like, well, it's not supposed to come off. Why are you taking it off? Well, we wanted to change this one out. Well, don't change it out. It's fine. Like, I don't know why you're changing it out. Well, I put in, on to that story, I put in a DI tank, which is an overflow, in the colon cabinet. Well, the guy that mainly does that cabinet told me, Tighten them bolts down as hard as you can. Yeah. They had to cut them out. <laughs> they could have said they couldn't get the bolts out of the thing. I mean, that's just a comical thing I always hear about all the time. Yeah. When I go to tighten, oh, you know, back it down a little bit when you're tightening. Yourself. Yeah,
0: <laughs> give us 70%. <laughs> yeah, I
1: hear that all the time.
0: Fantastic. So, during your shift, is there a designated lunch? Yes. Now, are there designated breaks aside from your lunch? Yes. Okay. When when, and what are the breaks? And Like when what
1: time that? I do? Them?
0: Yeah. Are they strict or is it just like I'm going on break right now? Set times. Set times. Okay. When are the times and how long are they?
1: Well, it's supposed to be 15 minutes or 10 minutes. Uh, 6 o'clock, first break. 8 o'clock is lunch. And then uh, 1045 is
0: last break. Okay. Lunch. Lunch is half hour. Lunch is a half hour. Non-pay. What are you doing? Non-paid. For lunch? Non-paid. Non-paid. Yeah. What are you? Whatever what are you doing I for lunch? bring
1: in, because we're not really near
0: anything. Okay, so you're not buying anything. You have we're to We're in, a
1: little, but it's not really in the town. Of, we're on the outskirts.
0: I know. I, I know what you're talking about. Um. So what are you? What do you packing for yourself? It's a big, strong man eating for lunch. <laughs> uh,
1: anything and everything. <laughs> <laughs> Just give me, give me a couple uh, of uh,
0: go-to's that you'd have.
1: Well, yesterday I could tell you what I ate. Yesterday I had a steak yesterday that I cooked on my salt slab, and then I had fries and I. They have drinks there. I had a Pepsi,
0: I think. Okay, now, wait, you're cooking this there? Or this is something you bought? No, brought, I pre-cooked. It, yeah. Okay. Pre-cooked. All right. So cold steak, cold fries. I okay. reheated. Oh, microwave. my microwave steak <laughs> and fries. Okay. Um, I guess that covers that. The end of your day, what? what is the move Are you, you just stop what you're doing or you have to finish whatever it is that you've started how does that work
1: uh, well I get to a point where I can finish and lately anymore I've been having a lot of trainees okay. so I try to finish up and put some of the tools away because any day I have 200. I have a toolbox. box yeah. a full size like mechanics tool box that I drag around from work cell to work cell okay. so I gotta put all the tools back in the tool box and lock it up
0: alright so that's that's you have to do that for the that end.
1: the la- that's the last fifteen minutes. Pick up the wire strippings. Pick up, you know, clean up the work cell. Get the drawings back in order.
0: But that's that's kind of what I'm saying here. When is the point where you're like, all right, it's fifteen minutes before I got to get out of here? Do so just you just stop what you're doing? Yes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> this is gonna. Then you lock all your tools. Lock all your tools away. Is there anything you got to do from there? You punch out. Do you just have, punch out? Yeah. Punch out.
1: So I have to what they call SAP out of the job. So I'm in a work cell, but it's a customer from wherever. Right now I'm on a custom, actually a Japanese customer, oh. yeah, for an oil uh, rig. I'm building one of theirs. So I'm in the work cell, which is number. I got to use this number, but I'm sapping into this customer's job. Yeah. So I got to get out of the customer's job. So i got to go to a SAP machine, what they call the SAP machine, to get out of the customer's job. Yeah. Then from there, i got to walk over to the actual punch-out clock, the punch-out. Punch-out from your from actual From my actual job. job. <laughs> yes.
0: I mean, that makes perfect sense. If you're you know, doing gigs for other people through them, like, yeah. why wouldn't you want to keep track of all the time? All right, so I'm going to get into some of the fun stuff here. But before we do that, do you have any general pet peeves about the job?
1: Uh, there's a lot of negative people
0: negative people
1: brings me down I just can't I I try to like I, I try to have fun while I'm at work yeah I know uh, when you work I joke and yeah mess around a lot but there's just some people are just like negative all the time like it's just just stay away from me if you're gonna be with the negativity <laughs> all the time you know?
0: now you think that's just people that are attracted to that job or that's just luck of the draw you got negative people
1: it's not all of them it's a lot of the older guy it's kind of weird, like, but it's a lot of the older guys, yeah, because they've done a lot of changing. So they worked, with, bought this company up. Yeah, it was called. Oh like,
0: yeah, I heard that.
1: Well, made had let them do all this stuff. Like they could come in. Um, so I started at three thirty. You could start at four thirty with, yeah. and then stay an hour later. Uh huh. Well, don't do that. Three thirty, or you don't come in, or whatever. Yeah. So I mean, they had perks with put their
0: roles in. Now they're all grumpy because it's right, not. So, yeah, typical, you know, corporate overlords. Everyone's. Yeah, so now, oh, it sucks. Uh, you hear that all day long. They're going to fire us. all. Uh, yeah. Okay. I see that. Now, aside from that, this will just wrap up that part of it. If someone wanted to get into this job, what would you recommend that they do?
1: How to get to. I'm not. They this have specific... job fairs, actually, at our site. Really? Yes. They've okay. been running job fairs for the last three weeks.
0: All right, It's just, just now because you said you're bringing on a bunch of new people. Is that yes. a common occurrence, or are they just doing it now because they're trying to get more staff? They
1: are doing it now because the... It's kind of political, but the political background uh, reduced restrictions uh-huh. on certain things. Mm-hmm. I, don't know, I don't want to go deep into that. But they reduced restrictions, and now it just flooded us.
0: huh
1: Because now these restrictions are down now everyone we want your product now yeah so now we're just getting slammed
0: that makes a so lot of sense one of
1: the restrictions that helped us we landed 50 water cooled drives from qatar mm-hmm. which before these restrictions were up they were ah, well we don't know if we can do this for you yeah so f- two years ago or three years ago we were struggling they were laying off laying off laying off and now that they, they did this and it's higher 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 because we're getting all these jobs
0: yeah all right so go to a job fair <laughs> if, that, yes. if that's what you want to do go find a job even
1: fair. though the product that i did, the product we're making saves company it actually kind of helps the environment mm. so it's the generator runs at full power all the time yeah so this changes the frequency of the generator so it can store the power into it and add it to another um, machine or whatever, you know. So your, your generator, you could actually ramp it down with this machine. Yeah. So when you're ramping it down, it's saving you electrical costs. Yeah. So you, maybe it's saving you gas because that's what you're running your generator on. Yeah. Or nuclear or whatever you're using it for.
0: Mm-hmm. So that's,
1: that's one of the features of the job. Oh, no, the, that, the that machine. is the other feature a lot of oil wells use it and that's where the restrictions come in with the oil yeah it could help you have burst of power to shoot the oil down the pipeline uh-huh. so like you know the oil doesn't always need to go at a fast pace down this
0: pipeline
1: so every so often this machine will burst power into this to get it flowing you know yeah
0: i mean <laughs> it makes perfect sense to me. Uh, what I was pausing on, I'm trying to think, because I'm I'm going to censor out a fair bit of the the names and locations, yeah, just in case I don't want to get you fired or anything. Yeah, but what? So cool. as far as the job fair goes, what what type of company? <laughs> I should say. What what is a vague term for the company that you work for? Vague term. It's
1: electrical. I don't know. It's
0: an electrical company. It's not. A, it's not an electrical It's
1: like manufacturing, company. I guess. Manufa- okay. Electrical manufacturing. Yeah, I, I feel like I if guess. someone
0: wanted to go down this career path, they could they'll figure it out. <laughs> There's I mean, several have, avenues. Yeah,
1: I mean, like I'm electrical mechanical tech, and then we have what they call EETs, which is electrical. They they do the actual electrical testing of it. Mm-hmm. They could pay a little more. So I mean, and
0: they, I imagine they have to be different. like certified electricians or something like that, or anything. No, no. they're <laughs> trained there. <You> never, <laughs> yeah, yeah, we'll if train I wanted to apply to it,
1: I could. I could apply to it, I guess. Fascinating. They want you to have a degree in that, though. Yeah. Yeah. But I think a lot of them have ITT. I think degree. Yeah. That'd... Like electrical degree. Yeah.
0: That's suiting. All right into the fun stuff okay <laughs> we'll wrap it up because this seat is murder <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's brutal told you I'd get you in our seat <laughs> no 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 i don't know this is good um breakfast if you don't have any breakfast in the world what are you what are you having you're on vacation you can have whatever you want
1: really odd probably something seafood seafood for breakfast i eat anything anytime
0: okay I mean, yeah,
1: I work second shift a lot, so, oh, brec- so breakfast, breakfast is not really breakfast yeah. for me. <laughs> <laughs> that might be my dinner of that day, I don't know.
0: Fair enough, seafood it is. What's the best advice you ever got?
1: It's kind of funny, boo. <laughs> I worked for me. <laughs> they said, if we have a Freon leak, uh-huh. get higher. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> Freons heavier than air. So if you climb up, yeah, are the
0: Just get up higher. It'll
1: be fine. That's in competing with another one I had. So I was at a natural gas plant. Uh So if this blows up, run towards it. Why? The blast will go past you. Really? Yeah. You'll still get hurt, but (laughs) the blast will blow through you. Uh
0: (laughs) Uh-huh. That's very interesting. I didn't know that. I love learning little things like that on here. Uh, What movie do you think you've seen the most? Oh, man. All right, I got two little kids. I don't know. Um, You can give me anything you want. Actually, recently, Cat in a Hat. Cat in a Hat? With
1: uh, Mike Myers.
0: Mike Myers. All right. Yeah, that works. Uh, What's your biggest fear? Biggest
1: fear? I hate snakes. That's, yeah. And spiders. Oh,
0: spiders. I hate them.
1: Because we'll get jobs from other places and they'll have spiders in them. Oh, I hate
0: them. In the generators?
1: Yeah, that, that, yeah.
0: They just hang out Yeah, I mean, well, they ship why them from they? wherever,
1: and it's warm in there, and they make a little, a little
0: uh, web. Yeah, it's I think you lot. just queered a few people away from this job. <laughs> <laughs> um, any uh, any candy, any candy in the world? What do you have? It?
1: All kinds of candy, but I guess my go-to would be Reese's cup.
0: Reese's cup, classic, <laughs> childhood hero.
1: Well, when I was playing football, I used to like Randall Cunningham a lot.
0: All right. And then uh, uh,
1: Tony Dorsett.
0: Tony Dorsett. Those were the two main guys I liked. There you go. Um, What kind of soap do you use? Any
1: kind I buy. I don't know. Right now I have, uh, I think it's called Something Bear Soap Company. Some little small guy, they had soap. And it has, I don't know, peach or something. So I bought that.
0: <laughs> I was about to say a manly answer by saying Bear. no, but then you followed it up with peach. I think it's so. called
1: Bear Soap Company or something like that.
0: Eh, fair enough. Uh, if someone gave your 18-year-old self $1,000, do you think you'd do with it? What, would i do with it? Yeah. 18-year-old
1: self. Man, I'd probably spend half of it and invest the other half. What I would do would probably be, I don't know, I like going to see things. I'd, probably, I'd never seen the uh, Statue of Liberty. Maybe I'd go no. see that. Yeah,
0: that's a nice little trip. The invest the other half. What about now? Someone gave you a thousand bucks right now. What would you do with it? <laughs> <laughs> Paid out pills. <laughs> yeah, that's, that seems to be the adult answer for everybody. Uh, biggest pet peeve in general?
1: Negative people.
0: All right, double whammy. Negative people. <laughs> Uh, where do you see yourself in 10 years? Uh, eh, probably the same place
1: where I'm at. Good. I don't know. Yeah, Job I security. I don't, don't Got
0: to love it. Do uh, you have a tipping custom?
1: I tip fairly decent because I used to be in the tipping industry, I guess. Uh-huh. uh-huh. So uh, a minimum of 15, unless you're just really horrendous. Yeah. And then it's like 10%. But you got to be really
0: bad if I give you nothing. What's that mean? Alright. What's something you'd wish you'd learned earlier? Hmm.
1: Maybe that I wasn't as strong as I am, I guess. What does that mean? I injured my back pretty good. so I had, like, back surgery.
0: This was in the football career? uh,
1: I had a couple of times I injured my back. But uh, my brother was actually with me on the one... Messed my back up pretty good in Nebraska, and uh, they kept telling me to stand up straight, and I was kind of like a, like, sort of like a C, mm-hmm. like I was bent. And they're like, stand up straight. And I'm like, I am standing up straight. I don't know what you're talking about. No, you're bent. <laughs> you're so I had bent. to go and get like straightened out by a chiropractor forever, and then they told me the disc was bulging, and then I had to get surgery to get the disc back in.
0: Yeah, that's a rough one disc what'd you do to to make that happen what happened in nebraska
1: we were lifting coils
0: oh okay so So this was working. the coil
1: has an arm it goes down and kind of curves yeah so the guy in the front has to when you go into the generator because you you can't get the crane into the generator Mm -hmm. the guy in the front has to keep that clip from banging off the iron
0: yeah
1: so you rotate the arm of that and you keep your hand on the clip well when you go to rotate it, the guy in the front gets all the damn weight. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, it just happened. It was like, after putting 40 of them in, my back was, nope, you're done.
0: <laughs> Jesus, that's terrifying. Um, childhood celebrity crush.
1: I can't even think of who.
0: Well, something in your formative years, by. just, you know.
1: I have no idea. Um, I don't know Jennifer Lopez. I don't know. Sure.
0: (laughs) In the in the Fly Girl days. (laughs) Um, What's one thing you change about yourself?
1: Man, Uh, I don't know. I get angry uh, pretty easily, though. I guess I have a quick temper. Quick temper. (laughs) Quick temper.
0: What's the hardest time you ever laughed?
1: Man, that's a good one. Because there's a lot of times I crack up pretty good. Uh, just recently, me and the uh, kid Javon at work, I forget what we were even talking about. He was talking about his kid, and I was like, oh, I'd have a profession. And then I was saying what I do in this profession. He's like, That don't even relate. And he's just going on. And so I kept going through different professions. And he just thought it was comical. Just because he was laughing so bad. I just started laughing, like just cracking
0: up so bad. That's always the best one it's that infectious laugh. Uh, guilty pleasure. Guilty pleasure.
1: Candy I guess. Candy. A, lo- I- yeah. <laughs> a bit of
0: candy. Double down on candy. Uh, what type of music do you like and why?
1: Uh, I listen to, like
0: all kinds of things.
1: Uh, anywhere from uh, like my brother does that um, hardcore. Mm-hmm. So, do uh, that. And at work, they think I'm weird. Because one day I'll have like hardcore, like snap case on, the mushroom head. And then it'll be uh, Daddy Yankee, that's a reggaeton. Yeah. To like rap, to back to like <laughs> pop music.
0: What the heck? You get a nice <laughs> spectrum. But why? Why do you have a. It's any reason why I did? just.
1: There's certain songs I like. Yeah. it's not really the band maybe i only like three songs of that band but it's i like them three songs i like two songs from this guy and one song from them and i, I mean know. it don't gotta be a guy i mean i there's women music i like too so yeah
0: good stuff i, I like that because a lot of people say like oh i listen to everything and it's like all right thanks for that nothing answer but i mean truth be told like i do listen to everything too but it's yeah. it's hard to i think you you encapsulate that perfectly I like I just like this one song from this guy. I, like yeah, this I don't don't mean song. I
1: like that whole band. Yeah, I like exactly. That song.
0: That's that's a great answer. Um, what's something you're bad at? Something I'm bad at Measuring. Measuring. <laughs> <laughs> Fractions. Fair enough.
1: Even though I measure all the time. I
0: don't know that Um I'm curious about this one with you too because you have such a weird schedule. Do you have any like sleep routine? Or are you just sleep going home and fall I over? <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's the general idea is just sleep yeah. when you can? Yeah. That works. No routine. <laughs> Alright, if you could do anything what would, what would it be? Like as a job? job? Used to, like I would go back to that marketing. I used to,
1: I wanted to just make TV ads and stuff. Like,
0: like literally like film them or like come up with the creative come up with the
1: creative idea of them, like oh. the actual concept of it
0: i love it it's a great answer yeah i had any... some of that on
1: our advertising at the shop yeah i mean i didn't get the i had to tell the guy what i wanted and then they kind of did the, like a cartoon thing of it and it's like
0: oh, i didn't want cartoon thing but <laughs> yeah you know, but whatever all right gonna we'll wrap this up you have anything else to add Oh really? Good stuff, man. Thanks for doing the show. All right. Thank you. (laughs)